Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombus, we've always said our socks, underwear, and t shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombus. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. You're about to listen to Bananas for Bonanza, episode 22. This is Andy Daly. Here on this free feed, I'll be re-releasing all of the back episodes of Bananas for Bonanza one every other week. If you want to hear new episodes ad-free, please subscribe to my Patreon at patreon.com slash Daly. The entire Bananas for Bonanza archive is also waiting for you there, and you can access lots and lots of bonus content. So do that. Okay, thank you. Enjoy. <laughs> Yeah! Bonanza, it's the finest show alive. So consult your TV guide, get your great outdoors inside. Take some ponderosa pride and forever make it right. I'm bananas for bonanza. Another hole at Andy Richter's ceiling. We are in uh, Andy Richter's house, and uh, good news, he he is fully and completely gone from here. We put all of his belongings out on the front yard with a, a big sign that said free, and there's most of them gone within a couple of hours, and he he's gone now. Yeah. And I've... I've taken over the title of the property with my new real estate company, Exodus. Yeah. What you do is you just stand on the property and you say a biblical quote. Um, you know, the word of God is providing you a place of rest and will give you this land. And that's how you get a condo in Destin, Florida. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah. Hey, that's a, 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 something like that happens in this here episode of Banana B- 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 Bonanza that we're talking about today. <laughs> <laughs> Hell, I'm going to try that with this property right now. Yeah. And the fish came forth out of the river with a mouth so gaping you could drive a hole through it. Does that work? It's yours. What? Oh, <laughs> congratulations, me. Yeah. Our, our motto is, they got, we ain't. Oh, I love it. And so... <laughs> We, it's a land grab. It's called a land grab in real estate. 
don't nobody say no more uh, scriptures so that I don't own it anymore. Yeah. Okay. okay, don't yeah. nobody say no more scriptures. That'll yeah. be our policy. Yeah. Was that a scripture? I've, oh, it may have been. Oh, hey, let's all silence our phones, okay. you guys. All right. <laughs> us. Yep, all of us. <laughs> well, folks, let me say the, what I say at the beginning of these episodes. Hello, friend. Come on in. The gate is open wide. Welcome to Bananas for Bonanza. I'm your host, Alton Wilcox, and you know all about me. And well, Today, we're just talking about the best TV show ever, of course, Bonanza, and we'll be discussing season one, episode 22, Blood on the Land. Yeah. We're going to see some blood on the land this time. And this episode has everything. It has a 100% all-male cast at no <laughs> No time is there a woman on screen in any way whatsoever. I'm told by someone close to this production, even the horses were all male. Even the horses. The only thing that's like a woman is the blood. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. But even that is only like a woman. Yeah. That's right. But we do that. It's like everywhere, all over the place. (gasps) Yep. So I've heard. Well, there's gunfire. This episode also has the best stunts we've ever seen on oh, this no show. Doubt. 100% the best stunts. And uh, we've got some Cartwright against Cartwright fighting, which I like to see sometimes. It, it mixes things up. we got sheep, sheep, and more sheep. So much sheep. And uh, and also in this episode, you know, oftentimes we've talked about this before, that, you know, they shot on a soundstage and on location. And the flipping back and forth in this episode between soundstage and location is stunning. And it's seamless. And seamless. Uh-huh. It's just like, I mean, a line of dialogue to line of dialogue. <laughs> you're inside and you're outside. It's Sometimes unbelievable. mid-sentence somehow. Yep. Mid-word. Yeah, they really outdid themselves. And uh, we have not so much a guest so much in this episode oh, as a person who uh, uh, who is outside right now, <laughs> who's been kind of, he's here under pretenses that is false. Folks. You may know that uh, uh, I have an incompetent publisher of books who has published my book. His name is Russell Shine, and we've had him on this show before, but he will never come willingly. The only way to get him here is to make him believe that somehow coming down here is going to help him get his wife back. His wife went missing. got to be six or seven years ago now. And uh, so what I, I realized once we kicked Andy Richter out, and this is our house now, we still have his computer, and I can log into his emails and all that. I says, oh, this is a good way to get Russell down here. So I wrote him an email <laughs> as posing as Andy Richter telling him I was going to use my, my millions of Twitter and Instagram followers to help get the word out about his missing wife. And he says, okay. <laughs> and I gave him the address and he come down. So he's outside right now expecting to see good old Andy Richter going to help him get his wife back. Should we bring him in now? Yeah, I just want to say real yeah. quick that I, I enlisted the help of my former partner, Pris, the store mannequin, to yeah. just kind of sit up in the attic window with a wig on to sort of seem like his wife, too. Just to get him in the front door. What a good idea. I Make thought. him say, oh my God, she's yeah. here already. Yeah. All right. Let's bring him in. Say the man, please bring in the Russell Shine. So many free things in the lawn. <laughs> Hi, Andy, it's Russell. I don't need you. What? Oh. Hi, Golden. I'm a- you idiot. Hi. Hi. Yeah, I, the, the cult lady is here, too. Oh. <laughs> I just you know, wondered getting- if you had a chance to look at my version of the Bible. Oh, that's what? right. It's it's just, it, the only thing it's is different. It's on the pile, honey. It's in script. It's yeah, just in, that's right. in gold leaf script. Yeah, it's on the pile, honey. Don't that's worry. I'll get to it eventually. It. That's a handwritten manuscript she sent you. Yeah, you know, I'm used to this now. Well, what are you what? used to? It's, you know, I was momentarily surprised, but then, of course... <laughs> 
I was about to say, Andy Richter, thanks so much. I don't need your million Twitter followers because there's my wife up there in the window. <laughs> <laughs> she was here the whole time. Yeah. I thought he was surprising me, but then it turns out, no, you were surprising me. You've done it so many times. It's like, I don't know. I don't know. It's just about the fourth time we've suckered you down here, yeah. I think. Fourth Be and honest. Fifth. Are you starting to like it a little bit? Come no. on. Come on. Just a little bit. You're good to see us, huh? Happy to see us? Why would I be? Well, I don't know. You're, you're dangerous yeah. psychopaths. Oh, stop it. That's absurd. <laughs> you're on. violent murderers. Nonsense. You might be on a religious crusade for all I know. Well, I'm also thinking of rewriting the Koran just for, you know, to expand my market base. Oh, uh-huh. sure. Mess with the Koran. People love it. <laughs> Surefire success. I mean, yeah, they're not too, they're not so precious about that book. That include plenty of pictures too. There you go. <laughs> of you know who. Well, uh, I, I, what main reason I wanted you down here? Uh-huh. We're doing an episode of Bananas for Bananas. Still, yeah. What can do you mean? Still, still, there's 431 episodes. No, but who? But no one's listening to this. It's oh, very well, popular. Yeah, it's extremely popular. Yeah. People pick well because it's the best television show that was ever on television. Not, we're not or, talking about Bonanza. We're talking about your show. Well, I'm saying, of course, our show is popular because that's popular. How many people listen to this? To this podcast? Yeah. Literally, it's everyone. the most popular podcast of all time. Yeah, and yeah. if you take whoever listens to it and times it by two because they have two ears, that, I mean, it's crazy. Yep, that's okay. fair. That's creative, but I don't, I don't know where are you getting these stats, by the way. Stats.com in our hearts. <laughs> Stats.com in our hearts. Yeah, you, you want to add one? <laughs> what, yeah. What do you mean? Yeah, no, I was just going to say. Uh, from what I understand, there's only five or six podcasts out there, so uh-huh. there's not that much to choose from. So yeah. even people that is on the fence about it are going to love it. You know, I forget who I'm talking to sometimes, and why would I ask a direct question like that? Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Hey, the reason I wanted to have you down here, <laughs> I mentioned a long time ago on this podcast that I was going to get deputized by the Centers for Disease Control to hunt down uh, possibly diseased bats, but in their vampire form. Right, right. And... Uh, I didn't hear back from them, but I was, I'm going to tell you guys, I went to Washington, D.C. and Atlanta, because it turns out they put that in Atlanta. First time I went to D.C. Anyways, <laughs> what I did was I went What'd in. What did you pack? Huh? What did I pack? Well, and skip it. it. Oh. I, I don't actually want to know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's fine, but I did pack some good stuff. Anyways, <laughs> I went in there, and I, I had a heart. It turns out a lot of folks at the CDC is vampires, but. The long and the short of it is I have deputized myself on CDC stationery and I have paid myself a salary uh, from the wallets of the people that was working there. And I am now fully deputized by the CDC to hunt bats in the vampire state. And I'm keeping a diary and I think it ought to be a book. What do you say? We'll get to that one second. Can I ask you a question I already know the answer to? All right. How many of the people that you encountered at the CDC turned out to be vampires? Oh, everyone. Right. Okay. Everyone. And now you have, so you have a diary that you're keeping of what you've, 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 you're bat hunting. Uh, yes, mm-hmm. of my, as a deputy of the Centers for Disease Control. Right, uh, self-deputized. Uh, well, not really, because it is on CDC uh, paper. Yeah, that, that Let, you wrote letterhead, on. letterhead that I wrote right, on. That you wrote on. So right. self-deputized. Well, Why don't you put it on letterhead? It's good. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. That well, was, no, I, yeah, I follow. I follow. Letterhead. Um, yeah, letterhead. Okay, and so you're going around uh, murdering people, and you're writing it down. Is that wise? <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> oh, man, you continue to stubbornly not understand. I mean, honestly, this seems like a book... That could sell. Okay. I mean, true, true crime is big now. People love it. Hot dog. Yeah. I think that people absolutely would read a list of your murders. 
Well, okay. They're not murders, though. Let's just be clear about it. Sure. Because you're talking about it all wrong. It's mm-hmm. me uh, taking care of vampires. Okay. And so, uh, well, okay. So it starts with bats. You're going after the- uh, I don't vamp- know that I'll ever kill a bat. You go- <laughs> I'm going after them in their vampire form. In the vampire form, yeah. right. Yeah. Which is uh, humanoid. Oh, yeah, you're right. When they're walking around. Right, right, right. And of course, uh, you accuse them of being a vampire. They say, no, I'm not a vampire. You say, that's what a vampire would say. And then you kill them. That's usually how it goes. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So I would say, first of all, I feel like I'm legally bound by just the morals of uh, humanity to well, say, let's don't, skip that d- one. say, don't do this. Okay. But okay, yeah, you're right. How that. are you legally bound? You got that on letterhead? Uh, oh, yeah. I got okay. tons of letterhead. Okay. Oh, boy. You wouldn't believe the letterhead I have. Who have you okay. been deputized by? Yeah. Oh, let's see. Um, the Hilton Hotel. The Hilton Hotel. Uh-huh. <laughs> are you a Hilton Honors member? <laughs> We, I was thinking of starting a chain of hotels for Christians. Oh, that's a good idea. Finally, a place for Christians to lay their heads. Just called the Red Tents. <laughs> oh, the Red so, Tents. So that women would be separated if they're on their menses. Oh, yeah. And then the yeah. men would sleep at the Hilton. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Why don't the women sleep at the Hilton and the men stay at home? Oh. Don't these ladies deserve a break? You just cut the profits in half. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> but <laughs> having half of them not stay anywhere except their own house. Well, wait. Okay. So the the the, the there's money in the red tents. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. nobody stays at the house. <laughs> nobody no. stays at the house. Okay. You can stay separately. Yeah. My husband. I don't know his name anymore because now we're just extensions of each other. Oh my God. I just. I I move his arms, he moves my arms, wow, and wow. we just you know we are a, a unit, and but we travel separately. Oh. oh, when you go on vacation? Yeah, because I I'm often in the red tent. Oh, I see. And I I do little pop up red tents, but I thought, well, I could provide this to other women. Oh, yeah. Man. Do you go to the same destination typically? Like you both go to Yosemite, but you stay in a red tent and he'll stay in a hotel? Yeah. What about okay. a red roof inn? Could you stay there? Oh, what? that's a great idea. Hmm. Yeah. I don't know if they're Christians. So. I don't either. Probably. Does he know your name? Oh, no. Okay. He's forgotten it many years ago. I but that, w- w- now we just get each other to, to do things through mind control. And, and there's no need for names. <laughs> do you know, it's funny. I'm realizing now I've forgotten my wife's name because it's been so long. Oh, and that's sad. I do, it's very that's sad. It's tragically yeah. sad. You're a bad person. Uh, uh. So there's been no sign of her. From huh? a deli owner, that's a rave. <laughs> He don't own a dilly, you idiot. Yeah, it's a reference you're also to a, a commercial dumb that no one remembers. Oh, you're bad and dumb. Yeah. Well, you've had no sign of her, huh, all this time, huh? Is that right? Is that no. Yeah. No sign of her. Every once in a while, there's uh-huh. a credit card statement that comes, and I feel like the people that kidnapped her must be using her credit card. Oh. And I've tried to cancel it, and they say, right. you can't cancel it because the person wants to keep it open. Right. The person wants to keep it open? Yeah, the person who's at the account holder wants to keep it open. Aren't and I'm you like, how? Account? No, it's her credit card. Oh, it's her credit card. Yeah, but it comes to my house. Okay. Yeah, and I think these, oh, these kidnappers, what are they doing? Right. Oh, boy. They've somehow been able to dupl- mimic her voice, and they know all the passwords. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Okay, oh. well, that's a good lead. That's oh, a my hot nameless lead. wife. Oh, that's a hot lead. Well, you're going to find her. I you believe. know, I feel like maybe you could benefit from my 52 cards of affirmations. Oh, oh. For, yeah. It's one a uh, week. Well, because you're telling it's called a, 
it's it's trying to keep bus- your dirty business to yourself. And you're telling us all this stuff, but if you read the card, you would just read, for example, this one reads, I am bad and I should probably just think about that and not bother other more normal people who wouldn't understand. Yeah, I like or, that. Here's, here's, Wait, I'm the one who needs this card? Yes. 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 Out of everyone Clearly. in this room. Right. Clearly. And then here, I'll pick another one. I'm alone just like Christ was alone and maybe I should think about that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. I've had plenty of time to think about how alone I am. Yeah. 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 Okay. Do you realize it's your own fault? No. What a terrible thing to say. My wife was kidnapped. Oh, right, 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 right. right. Here's another one that might be helpful. There's no answer except God, and so you'll have to wait a bit. He's so (laughs) mad at you, and it might be a while. (laughs) Oh, boy. How much time you got, dickhead? I mean, (laughs) wow. (laughs) It's gotten, the rudeness has amped up since the last time I've seen you boys. We feel empowered because so many people are listening to this, you know? Yeah, I know. It's the most popular podcast of all time. Uh, Here's another one. Maybe God never comes because you didn't ask him the right way. Can I tell you something, honey? I'm not a big believer. (gasps) All right. You know, it's a cultural thing, but it's not a spiritual thing with me. Oh, Oh, boy. Okay. See that? So anything you're saying to me along these lines is just like whoop, 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 going right out the other other ear. So you're aligned with the devil. Oh, come on. Yeah. There's well, no devil. Oh, my God. Oh, there boy. sure as hell is. What does he look like? He looks like a city slicker. He looks, he looks like Kevin Spacey. Like he looks like Kevin Spacey. Yeah, from yeah. K- Kaiser Soze. He made he, the biggest trick he ever pulled is making you believe he didn't believe him. Well, and he's got the squiggy hairdo? Yeah, that's right. He does. The little His horns point down towards his nose, and it's only mm-hmm. one horn. Uh-huh. Yeah, Netflix has been asking me to watch that movie a bunch lately. Was they? Should I do it? Yeah, sure. You know Netflix? Yeah, I know Netflix yeah, personally. they've been saying, use your suspects, watch it. <laughs> I guess I will. Hey, well, anyway. Speaking of hotels, I'm not a Hilton Honors member, okay. and this is suicide going back to this, but <laughs> I am a Marriott Bonvoy member. And uh, Bonvoy? Boy, oh boy, yeah. They, the hell does that mean? I don't know. I have no idea. Bon Voyage. But, it's but, short for Bon Voyage. Oh, I, you know what? When someone's leaving so quick, you can't get it all bon out. Bonvoy. Yep. Yeah. They're gone. Oh. These sons of bitches think I'm traveling every day of the week. <laughs> they email me constantly. Really? Yes. What they, are they letting you know about? Oh, it's constant. But please, uh, here's a deal. Here's another deal. Go, go to right. the Marriott. Here you go. All right. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to activate all our listeners, and we're going to get them get them against Bonvoy. And everybody just flood Bonvoy with emails. They're shut down their computers. Wow, thanks. That ought to be. <laughs> I have the same problem with Pottery Dude, Barn Kids. Huh, what? Say I have what? the same problem with Pottery Barn Kids. Oh, PB Kids? PBK, yeah. <laughs> they send you tons of emails? Oh, all day, every day. Yeah, well. Yeah. That is strange. Is do you have it? a kid? Uh, not not personally. Okay. Uh-huh, okay. Uh-huh. All not right. Personally. Yeah. Right. yeah. If I could ask you to all sign up for my church's um, social media and so that we can get more in contact with you, um, it's at church merch. And um, Mother De- but Mother Barbara. It's Bar- got to be two U's, right? Mar- Mar- <laughs> <laughs> Mother Barbara is just really wanting us to get the word out there. And um, she's she's really supportive about my tragedy charms. They have a new line out Oh, my oh, goodness. You know about the, Amy Sleeper's oh, tragedy. These are. I don't believe we've heard about Mother Barbara before. These are a special line of co 
COVID one. So it's like uh, we can get just a a Facebook style F and uh, then you can have a broken mask and put that on a thing or um, a MAGA hat with 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 cubic zirconium or um, anyways. Wait a minute. But How's my, that? Is that a COVID? Uh, yes, that if you have that hat on, you might get COVID. Oh, you I see. Might. Okay. And how? What does Facebook have to do with well, COVID? Well, because you you found out about how not to get the vaccine on Facebook, oh, and oh, then you yeah. died. Yeah. Or somebody you love died. You oh, found sure, out sure. how not to get the vaccine. Yeah. 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 On yeah. Facebook. It's hard okay. not to get the vaccine these days. You, <laughs> you need to, to be walked through scheme? it step by step. Yeah. Yeah. Mother Barbara wants to lead us to California. Who's okay. Mother Barbara? I don't think we've heard about <laughs> Mother Barbara. She's the she's the the new leader of my mega church um, that oh. I go to, and she has a brick and mortar gift shop um, that she lets me sell stuff, and she also does um, payday loans, Christian payday loans. They're actually sometimes they you can get a payback loan, uh-huh. so when you don't have enough money for revenge, and you just uh, you you. you take out $300 at 21% interest rate. So this is specifically money to fund your revenge against them. But anything, you can also build a a deck. Uh, You could build a deck deck with it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let you get revenge against the dirt you otherwise be slamming on. Mother Barbara, what she said, and she's been so good to me in my business, she Mm. said, you need to go out there and 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 witness and have a ministry of jumping other Christians. So oh. um, I I know how to do a few wrestling moves. I wait outside <laughs> behind a rock, outside the Jehovah Witnesses, and then I I <laughs> jump on their shoulders and I hold their neck in a in a you know in a where it's squished. Yeah, and I, I say, know where you got and, that from. <laughs> and I say happy birthday because they don't celebrate. Oh, no, no, they, they don't. They don't vote that's either. The, oh, that's the killing blow. Yeah. yeah. Saying happy yeah. birthday. Tell a Jehovah Witness happy yeah. birthday. Yeah. Oh, they hate it. They can't stand it. Yeah. That move's called a jumping hump. <laughs> well, there is a jumping hump in this episode of Bananas for Bonanza. Boy, oh boy, is there. All right, well, let's talk about it. Uh, Hang around. Will you, Russell? You, maybe yeah, I always you like to hear something. your yeah, ridiculous I, I mean, city slicking opinions. <laughs> I always love to hear them. This is episode 22, Blood on the Land, we're talking about today. And I'd like to start with some fun facts about the people that was involved in making this episode. Yeah, it's my favorite part, too. We got, hey, uh, Jeb Drummond, the sheep herder, the evil sheep herder in this episode, was played by a fellow named Everett Sloan. Everett Sloan. And uh, this guy, his first movie he ever was in was something called Citizen Kane. Never heard. And then a, a number of years later, he's on Bonanza. So it was an upward trajectory for his career. He was on all of the classic TV shows that people remember. The Philip Morris Playhouse, the United States Steel Hour, the Alcoa Hour, and Uh-oh. the Schlitz Playhouse of Stars. Open up your go. can of Schlitz. Here we go. That's it. This is the new drinking game we have here, Russell. And every time you hear about Schlitz Playhouse of Stars, you take a sip. Uh, I brought my own Christian IPA, Blood of the Lamb. It's 18% alcohol. <laughs> That's a hell of a lot of alcohol. It's not surprising you like IPAs. Another, an, <laughs> really? Another detail. I noticed you had no problem partaking in the Schlitz fun. I could use a drink. Okay, yeah, you well, could. Fair enough. This guy, uh, here's two fun facts about uh, Everett Sloan. He wrote 
the lyrics to the song The Fishing Hole, which you might know as the Andy, uh, Andy Griffith, Griffith theme, theme song. song. <gasps> yeah. And that song has lyrics. Do you yeah. ever know that? Yeah. You ever know it had lyrics? Do you ever know that? Yes, Fish? I did. Oh, that, means, did. that means Everett Sloan was rich because yeah. this is a thing that a lot of TV show creators would do, or somebody has the bright idea. They say, we're going to have a wordless theme song, but I'm going to write lyrics so that I get publishing rights Aww. every time the theme song is used, which is, of course, every episode. Yep. That's why the Wellingtons were the only people that got rich off of uh, Gilligan's Island. No shit. Oh. You know, the, I know a the bit about song, this. because Aside I, from Sherwood Schwartz, of course. I did this myself for the theme to Lost. They came to me to write the lyrics for Lost. Uh -huh. Do you know that theme? Uh, I can't think. Nope. Just goes know. like this. Lost. <laughs> Is that the only lyric in there? That, that's the only music oh. and lyric, yeah. You know, Star Trek sure. has lyrics. The yeah. Star Trek theme song has lyrics? Somewhere beyond the rim of the starlight. <laughs> Bonanza Beautiful. itself, too. Huh? We got a hold on a pot full of gold bonanza. Right. With a horse and a saddle and a range full of cattle rich can so on. If someone's got to fight with any one of us, he's got to fight with me. Yeah. Hey, there you should be a singer instead of Joe. a publisher of books. Yeah. That's what should no, career I, you should have. I can had. carry a tune. Yeah, no, I mean, we're better than you publish books. Now, I'm trying to insult you. Do you understand? Yeah, I got it. Okay. But I'm considering the source. Okay. <laughs> You witch, you witch. You've you, got me under your spell. Yeah, that's right. Bewitched, bewitched. That spell you eat so well. Yep. And the other fun fact about Everett Sloan is that he died by suicide. Oh, jeez. Uh, yep. Uh, because oh. somebody told him he might go blind, and he said, I, nope. I have a tragedy car, scar, charm for that. You do? Yeah. Okay. You, you, it's like a... It, it's, like an upside down cross to so the links at the bottom. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah. Different. So because yeah. it's when you really you realize you're it's not working out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Time to go. <laughs> he. Oh. Someone said he might go blind and he killed himself. Yeah. I guess hmm. the doctor told him there's a chance you'd go blind and he I mean, said that's the same for everybody really. <laughs> I know. I mean we're all gonna go well, blind. Well, a, at a some good point. chance you might go blind. Oh. Still, yeah. why not he wait says, till it happens? See well, how you yeah. like it. Yeah. <laughs> oh right. Give it, it a try. Yeah. Well, I guess he had a bucket of barbiturates handy and just says, now's the time. Here's what I would do. And how old was he when he died? Well, I'll tell you. I'd like to tell you, except I also want to play guess the age of the guest actor. Oh, right. Fair which enough. is, Fair uh, enough. Okay. so I'll tell you. I don't you. want to deprive you of your nonviolent fun. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> so uh, we'll play a clip. And we'll, you'll see him in it, and then you can play along with Guess the Age, oh, and right. then I'll tell you how old he was when this episode was made, and then how old he was when he died. If I remember this guy correctly, okay, Everett Sloan. Everett Sloan. He had extremely wavy, he had short, extremely wavy hair. So it almost looked like, he looked like a drawing of... Uh, in the Spider-Man comics of oh. the Harry Osborn. Oh. You do remember this fella? Yeah, well, I've seen Citizen Kane. Right, who's he playing Citizen Kane? Hey, one of the black and white guys. Sure, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that goes to follow. <laughs> He's something like a bookkeeper, an accountant, or something like something that. Like okay. Something like that. It's a lot of those guys. Yeah, yeah, but, uh, well, he he wears a hat in this episode, oh. so you may not, we may not Maybe find we'll out. look up a picture of him. Nah. <laughs> All right. This episode was also directed by a fellow named Felix Feist, and this was his one and only episode ever that he directed of Bonanza. Same as last time, right? Is or, it a one time? One one well, then he's directed two. No, no, uh, you misunderstand me. See, you're dumb. Uh, so dumb. Is we watched something else where only one fellow had directed it. Was it Appointment to Adventure? Oh, yeah, I think yeah. that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Appoint appointment. 
appointment to adventure or for adventure to adventure. Uh, Anyways, yeah. Felix Weiss. He, towards adventure. Yeah. He seems to have got his start in instructional films such as How to Figure Income Tax, <laughs> How to Train a Dog, How to Vote, and Culinary Carving. <laughs> and, uh, I like the idea that you could train a dog after watching one little movie. Yeah. Which in those days, I reckon you'd have checked it out of the library and and put it on your own projector at home and watched it. Had to have. It's probably just 20 minutes of hitting a dog with a paper. (laughs) I imagine so, because it was around the 40s, I guess. Yep. And uh, he also directed classic television such as the Revlon Mirror Theater, Chevron Hall of Stars, Devil Thumbs a Ride. Oh, no, that was a movie. But never the Schlitz Playhouse of Stars. So let's drink. He was never involved with the Schlitz Playhouse of Stars. All right. Revlon and Chevlon. I like to have uh, Christ's blood with a shot of a Sprite and then some two rocks and a lime. Oh, like a, a, a blood spritzer. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> blood. <laughs> blood on the land. Ain't no surprise. <laughs> None whatsoever. Tell me a dream and I'll shoe you some flies. Beautiful. You got to want, well, you are a professional singsman. Well, I wrote the theme song to Lost. No big deal. No big deal. Ken Lynch played Collier. He, the, oh, Ken Lynch. I believe this is a record. He appears in nine episodes of Bonanza Shit. as nine different characters. <laughs> wow. Between wow. 1959 and 1972. He must have Which, been fun to have on the set. I reckon so. <laughs> Which one was he? He was, um, I'm not entirely sure, but he was one of the guys. Not the young fella, but the kind right. of dopey looking other guy. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Who lives the longest. When I, I was a kid, they used to do this all the time, like a Barney Miller. You'd see yeah. like the same five guys show sure. up as uh, the prisoner of the week or whatever. Yeah. Is anybody doing that anymore? Deadwood, Law, Law and Order was doing it. it. Deadwood did it. They did, just did it the one time though. Well, but they did it. God damn it. And it's not on the air anymore. Well, well, thank uh, goodness. uh, That show's garbage. uh, You don't like Deadwood? Deadwood? Garbage. Why do you hate it? Well, if we have a rival podcast, the Deadwood Boys, and it's And it made you hate the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I can't stand it. Even though it's Western. Well. And City Slickers die all the time on it. I do like that, I suppose. that is true. That is But I I see it as competition for Bonanza. Sure. Even though they- it's several years. So that's separated. one of the five podcasts. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm. It's also not as gritty or realistic as Bonanza. That's it's right. just a little too fluffy for me. Mm. Maybe if I wrote a theme song, I could have passive income. Yeah. Oh, that's a great idea. Yeah. For our show. Yeah. Okay. Okay. God, 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 Jesus Christ. And is that an original tune as well? It's a... Because at first it sounded a little bit like Jeopardy. Well, it's the Australian National Anthem. Okay, you might run into some trouble there. Although I don't know if anyone can copyright a national yeah, anthem. I don't know that you that's can. That's what I thought. Yeah. <laughs> I like that's great. I like those lyrics. So now you're rich. <laughs> Congrats. This fella Ken Lynch was in classic television shows we all remember, such as Men Into Space, Whirly Birds, Wire Service, and The Plain Clothesman. He was in Bob Hope Presents the Chrysler Theater, five episodes of Gomer Pyle. Bob Hope Presents the Chrysler Theater. <laughs> uh-huh. yeah, it's episodes where he just presents the building to the watching public. And that's it makes it. it sound like it's a bunch of cars doing a show. It, <laughs> yeah, that's what it was. A bunch was, of cars yeah. doing Long Day's Journey in a Night. 
That's how Mother Barbara advertised her sermons. She says, Mother Barbara presents God presented by chapter Mark. (laughs) Fast and Furious presents Mother Barbara presents God. Have you seen all the Fast and Furious? I have never seen any of them. But it's so good. Oh, yeah? Yeah. All right, I'm going to check them out. How, how do you feel about cars? Cars? Yeah. Cars ruined America. So you don't so have like I a think. pickup truck, anything like that? No, I get around by a horse, my friend. Uh, uh, solely by horse, anywhere you go. That's right, or the train. I've, I've come oh, to, res- I've come to okay respect with. the railroad. Sure, yeah, sure. also take a Grudgingly. coach. How yeah. do you do groceries? Yeah, groceries, Instagram. <laughs> what? <laughs> I get on Andy Richter's computer and I'd sign up for Instagram and I'd tell him to send me some groceries. Uh-huh. How has it worked out so far? <laughs> it's worked out great. It's like, okay, just, I'm sorry. I know uh-huh. this is a tangent. Walk well, me through this. Okay. You, get, you get on the computer, you go to Instagram yep. and you say, and you just type in, I need groceries. Well, I do all my computering at the same time. If I, so, so I get on the computer and I'll upload some photos from this show onto Instacart and then I'll go over to Instagram and order some groceries. Yeah. Okay. Now, now if I know Instagram, the groceries you're getting are mm, specific thread count linens, a smart bird feeder that you can watch from your phone, uh-huh. uh huh, probably a marine layer hoodie with a kind of nice stripes on it. Oh. Maybe the ugliest watch you've ever seen. Uh huh. Huge watch. <laughs> a form-fitting shirt that looks like you button it up, but you zipper it up. <laughs> Don't tuck it in because it's an untuck. There it. you go. Yep. But make sure you wash it before you eat it. Yeah, yeah. But that truth is, I don't eat a lot of groceries because, you know, I make my own jerky. <laughs> right. I, I, that's How pretty, are you still alive? That's most of what I eat these days. It's just such a mystery. Jerky, yeah. jerky, jerky. You should be dead. Long dead. Ken Lynch was in so many movies that he was in a movie in 1966 called Run, Buddy, Run. And then in 1970, he was in another movie called Run, Simon, Run. <laughs> and they got nothing to do with one another. He's the king of the run runs. <laughs> yep. <laughs> well, all right. I'm almost out of fun facts. Sam Tucker played Glenn Holtzman. Again, I don't know who that was in this episode. He was in absolutely nothing from 1961 to 1980 when he appeared in the film The Urban Cowboy. Oh, yeah. So he mostly just says, uh, I have retired unless you get John Travolta to play a cowboy. Yeah. They don't come back. probably right. It's like Bob Dylan said he would only do a commercial of his for lingerie. He said that in the 60s. Is that right? And then a million years later, they did a Victoria's Secret commercial and he was in it. Are you kidding? This is true. That's who, true. Who does this? Bob Dylan said oh, in an right. interview. That's right. In the 60s, would you ever do, you know, they asked him, would you ever do a commercial? He said only if it was for lingerie. And everybody's like, ha ha ha, how risque. Yeah. And then they made it come true. They I, made it come true. I hesitate to point this out, but it seems like you're fitting in pretty well here today and having a good time. Oh, uh, that makes me sad. Yeah. Don't I think too much say. about it. Just go with also, it. Also, I didn't know IBM made lingerie. Yeah. Well, anyways, he also did an IBM commercial, you fool. <laughs> Was that after the lingerie? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> well, finally, I want to tell you about Burton Drummond, who played Tom Reese. He gets shot in the first minute of this episode, but uh, he had a wonderful career. He was in a, he played the police chief in a movie of the week called Do You Know the Muffin Man? That's got a fun title. You want to know what it was about? I wondered if he did end up knowing the Muffin Man. Do you know the Muffin Man? There's a guy who makes muffins at our church and he brings them, he makes them handmade from a box. So you do know the Muffin Man? Yeah, I do know him. That is the Muffin Man. His name is Earl. (laughs) 
<laughs> and he's so nice, but he's older, so we're probably gonna lose him soon. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then who's gonna be the muffin man? Uh, who's well, gonna be it? He makes him from a box. He's what makes him from a box. Seems like fairly replaceable. Maybe there'll be a muffin boy. Yeah. yeah. Something like or that. muffin girl. It's 2020. Here, oh, here. Look at, look at Mr. Enlightened over here. Girls can wow. make muffins. Are they muffins? <laughs> yeah, finally, girls can make muffins. <laughs> well, do you know the muffin man? The plot is described as a police officer and his wife are shocked to find that molestation has been going on at the neighborhood daycare. Oh, for fuck's sake. They're devastated when they find that their own son might be a victim, too. That's the plot of Do You Know what the Muffin Man? What year is this? 1989. Oh, that's after the uh, Different Strokes episode, so the ground had been laid. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I just feel that they could have given it a more sober title. Okay. But the 80s was when people started to care about that. Oh, yeah. That was it. 89. That's when it happened. Yeah. Before it was just part of life. Yeah. And then in the 80s, like, maybe it's wrong. (laughs) I pine for the good old days, but not in that way. All right, (laughs) folks. Yeah. (laughs) Should we talk about episode 122? Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Let's get into it. Blood on the land. Blood on the land opens up with a whole bunch of sheep and seems like seven guys are in charge of driving these sheep. That's a big, that's a large staff, but, uh, and is led by a fellow named Jeb. And what we learned in this scene is that they are going to cut through the Ponderosa Mm. with all these sheep. And Burton tells him, don't do that. Forget it. And he says, I won't be a part of it. And he pulls his gun to make the point. Hold on a second. Yeah. Just taking a shortcut. Well, it is unclear at this time. His lawn, he planted that lawn years ago. And it's beautiful, mm-hmm. pristine grass that has never been mowed. Mm-hmm. And he's going to bring those sheep on there. But then the thing is, is that um, you can't tell who's good or, and who's bad in this episode. That's true. Now, Jeb, Jeb Drummond, who's uh, running this sheep gang, he's uh, he seems to suggest in this first scene that his plan is really to uh, linger here and to make this his new base of operations. Later on, he says all he wants to do is cut through. So I don't know what he's up to. But anyway, in this scene, he Sounds says... Like a great show. It's a great show. <laughs> he says, uh, well, Burton gets shot in the back for objecting to his plan. <laughs> <laughs> right away and he says uh and then a, a young billy goes to help him and jeb says oh don't mind him he's past fussing i like that as something to say about a dead person now 
Uh, that's when he and uh, Jeb says, I'm going to own this land and I'm going to stay here if I have to kill everything on it and burn it to the root. <sighs> and and then he pulls out his Bible, doesn't he? He reads an actual damn yeah, Bible like, quote, yeah. something about Moses. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. All right, and then something about Moses, something to do with Moses, and then there's the this is the 22nd episode of Bonanza to feature the burning map in the opening credits. Did okay. you know that? Yeah, you know what? I did. Okay, and you will be surprised to learn. Yeah, although you shouldn't be because mm-hmm. it's your favorite show. Yeah, the burning map is featured on every episode of Bonanza. Are you a listener to this show? How do you know that? How do you know that? I've been stuck with you before. Remember? Uh, yeah, I hear you say the same things over and over again. Okay. <laughs> I don't know what. Yeah, you're how can about. you still be surprised by the burning map? That's called ministry. Yeah, you say, when you yeah. say the same things over and over. Again. Yeah, see, it's working. The gospel's working. Yeah. Well, okay. After the burning map, which is, I think, very surprising, we have <laughs> Hoss and Joe cleaning out a drain ditch, and uh, they then there's gunfire, and Adam and Ben ride up. Now all four of them are going to run toward that gunfire where they find there's a ranch hand having a, a face-off with Jeb Drummond and his damn sheep-herding gang. And, uh, but you know, there was a long war going on still today between the sheep herders and the cattlemen. They just don't get along. The farmer and the cowman should be friends. <laughs> well, forget it. That's why they had to write that song. <laughs> they didn't say, say they will be. They said they should be, and they never will be. <laughs> well, Ben... Ben said, now, oh, Jeb, now this is when Jeb says, hey, I just want to travel my sheep through your land to get to California. But Ben says, forget it. No way. Turn around. Get the hell off my land forever and always. You cannot do it. And it seems, and guns are about to get drawn and it's getting real tense. And there's only, uh, what is it, five five Cartwrights, including the ranch hand. The Jeb Drummond gang is down to six because he shot his other man in the back. And now, so that it's looking bad, but then finally, there is an agreement. There's a detente where Ben says you can camp here overnight as long as you get out first thing in the morning, right? That's that's perfectly reasonable. Wait, I, okay, okay. All right. So he says, under no circumstances can you walk through my land. That's right. Right, right. But then the agreement is, okay, stay here for the night. Yeah. Exactly. Because it's getting late. It's getting on to the. It's getting on to sundown. Maybe we can camp here for the night and get out first thing in the morning. Right. Maybe he could have yeah. saved some time by not having a big standoff and letting the guy go. Uh, let him cut through his land? Yeah. Well, but the problem is these sheep are going to eat up everything, turn the land into dust. Oh, come on. This is... Do you, you like it's, this show? I love This is Arch- ridiculous. The same ridiculous? thing happened. Mother Deborah, our church was taken over by um, Mormons who brought a bunch of rabbits in a hutch. And they said, we're just passing through because we need to... We're building some property on the other side. And we stood our ground. Yeah. Because that is standard operating procedure, SOP. Yep. And we just, and, you know, we took, we, we, we didn't kill them, um, but we fought with everything. We had, we had these, um, uh, water pistols. <laughs> so it was, oh man. Was it holy water? Yes. Oh, there you go. What a good idea. Water yeah, pistol full of holy water. It came all the way from Israel. Yeah. Yeah, oh, why yeah. don't you do that as a test for vampires? What do you mean? You put some holy water in a water pistol, and then you squirt them, and if they don't recoil, then you know they're not vampires, and uh, people are not killed needlessly. That's like well, the movie Lost Boys, I think. Yeah, but don't that, do it, I don't have that kind of time, because yeah. uh, vampires are fast. you got to get them real quick in the heart with a, a wooden stake. Thanks okay. for your suggestion. Sure. But I'm going to stick to my original plan of uh, stake first, ask questions later. Sorry, future victims. <laughs> I tried. 
Then they put lawn ornaments slowly but surely across the property. The Mormons did that? Overnight. They started putting out like sheep and flamingos and funny, you know, funny signs with a woman bent over. That one was good. She's bent over and you just see her butt. Oh, I know that one. She's gardening and that was really good. And the polka dot dress. But we we, we slam them down. Yeah. Well, that's, I I can't believe that. The Mormons said, we're just going to cut through your church on the way to our own church well, and they end up they have a, it's more convenient for parking mm-hmm. oh i see see you know exactly see you can learn something from her sure the holy wars are alive and well yep they are well all right now uh the, the sheep herding gang beds down for the night and then we have a scene the first of three times that jeb explains billy's backstory to billy and he tells him all about how he was uh, being strung up for horse thieving. And uh, and Billy, I guess, just can't remember that. Who, who's Billy again? Billy is a very young man who is an employee of Jeb's. Okay, the evil sheep herder. Well, he's got a point of view. I don't know who. We'll, we'll talk about the murkiness between him and Have some curiosity about his backstory and where he came from. You might be able to relate. Yeah. yeah, he was, was falsely accused of horse thieving and strung up, and then uh, Jeb came along and killed all the people that was going to kill Billy. And so, and he's being very nice to Billy. He says to him, "I, I saved you a chaw piece with no grizzle." I mean, that can't get nicer. That's the than nicest that. thing a fella can do for another. I'd say so. And he's but there's something suspicious about how kind he's being to Billy in this scene. Oh boy. Okay. Then we go to uh, Ponderosa Ranch House where Joe is giving Hoss a haircut, and he's complaining that it's hard now because. Hoss lost the chili bowl he used to use, and now and then Hoss explains he puts hog lard in his hair. This is a great scene. And now the but man oh man Joe the way that Joe is given a haircut is he is perched on the back of a high chair like a dragon on the back of a throne is how I'd compare it. Why, what? <laughs> It's That's just, the first image that comes to That's mind? the only way. You have to see it. It's the only way you can describe it. He's perched on the- That's not even Western. On the top a of a- dragon on the top of a throne. I, there's no Western way to describe it. No one in the West would do it. He's perched on the back of a high chair that Hoss is sitting in. So when Hoss gets up out of the chair, what's going to happen? Joe's going to fall back onto sure. the floor, and he doesn't. Man, oh, man. That right there is the best oh, stunt we've ever seen. Wait, hold on. on. Okay, so the best. The high, Hoss is sitting in the high chair? It's sitting in a chair with a high back. With a high back. Yeah. And then... Little Joe. And then little Joe is on top of the back of the chair. That's right. Why wouldn't Hoss just sit sideways on the chair, and then little Joe could just stand right behind him? Well, we joined the scene in progress, so we didn't. Yeah, get we to don't know. They had a discussion it, about it clearly, yeah, they must and they talked about the merits. It's classic Christian comedy where only a fat person and a small person get hurt. Yeah, <laughs> right. That's what it is, isn't it? Joe's the smallest, and Hoss is the biggest. That's why they always put them together and see funny things happen all the time. When the fat guy gets out of the chair, the little guy falls down. <laughs> also, we just ignore that these guys have complete nineteen sixties hairdos. There's nothing at all, period, about the way they look. Oh, I don't know what you mean by that. I would argue after the haircut that Hoss has a faux hawk, which is very 2000s. There so, you go. See that? You're so wrong So he actually again. does get a haircut in the episode. He sure does, yeah. And they style it, believe me. And then it looks that way for the rest of the episode. It looks real good. And Hoss says something about how he's losing his hair, which, uh, as we know, was a bit of an issue for the actors. Uh, they all, everybody was bald on this show. Did you know that? Well, not Michael Landon. Uh, yep. Yeah, that's no. A, oh, yeah. There's yeah. no way. He's bald his whole life. There's no. 
Yeah, he was, his whole life. Yeah. yeah, when he was the teenage werewolf, especially then. Especially that's then. why it was cast so they could put prosthetics on him so easily. Exactly, because yeah. his face was bald too. That's right. Because then yeah. they can make as much hair or as little hair as they want. That's yep. that's that's a special skill. Yeah. Yeah, you got to start bald. out bald. All, all, most of the best actors, actors are, are bald. 100% bald. Well, then I would say that Lauren Green and and uh, 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 what's his name? Per Michael Landon. Uh-huh. I mean, they, they should have given the, the name of their wig store to the other two guys. <laughs> <laughs> well, who do you mean? What do you mean? You, you don't like Pernell Roberts' wig? Well, it's fine. It's wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> And it only fell off once on camera in all the years he was on so the show. Far. So far. So far. Well, Adam, speaking of Purnell, has the same idea you had. He says, why don't we build a road through the Ponderosa? And that way somebody like this sheep people could do it. And Ben says, well, I'll think about it. He's fairly dismissive, though. And it, and they're talking about drumming this sheep herder and how Ben doesn't like him at all. He's the worst kind of just take everything and get his hands on and turn the land to dust. And Ben, it's it, it, what we've learned so far here is that the sheep herder has preconceived assumptions about how bad Ben is. And Ben has preconceived assumptions about how bad the sheep herder is. And they both turn out to be right. That's right. So now we see back at the encampment, uh, Billy and two guys are setting up for an ambush. They're going to ambush. The plan is, I gather the plan is, to capture one. I gather the plan is. Well, because for a while I thought, because Jeb kept saying, I want one Cartwright alive. Get me one living Cartwright. And I thought that meant he wanted the other three dead. But now, now what I think is, based on what happens, he just wanted to kidnap one Cartwright to use as a bargaining deal. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so they're uh, they're setting up to grab one of them, and uh, but uh, Adam overhears them talking about it, and he ends up shooting one of these guys, mm-hmm. and that guy's dying words to Adam. He says, "You win, Mister. I lose again." <laughs> This guy's died a few times. Huh? Seems that way. Isn't that interesting? This is not the first time he's been shot in a gunfight to death. That actually reminds me of when I stalked Unitarians for a couple of weeks. Stalked Unitarians? Just just to get get one. Just to get one. Yeah, yeah. Just to bring it be, be, the, them back to Mother Barbara and say that I had gotten one. What do you think Mother Barbara would have done with him? Well, sh- I know what she did with him. Oh. <laughs> yeah. What? She, she, she taught them, you know, about sales and marketing and <laughs> how, you know, how church works. And that it's a, it's everything that she, there's a commission rate you have to pay to Christ. And, uh-huh. and, and yes, everything she's taught me, she taught them. And so then, a little re- religious then, re-education. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. <laughs> Nothing. Nothing at all. Yeah, they're the Unitarians. It's, it's like uh, Mother Barbara's like some sort of marketing Fagin. You, you you go around, you're collecting people, you bring them back to the den, and then she teaches them all about marketing. You know what? Tell Mother Barbara all she needs is a funny marquee. There, there's a church in my neighborhood oh, yeah. that has a funny marquee. They put little little spiritual jokes on there. Oh, yeah? Oh. Yeah. Yeah, what, yeah, yeah. Like what? Well, the other day they had one on there that said, 
uh, quote, I love L.A. And then it was attributed to Randy Newman. And then underneath it said, but also Jesus. <laughs> I came here to praise God and chew bubble gum and I'm all out of bubble gum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, stuff like that. Oh, sure, that's sure. Yeah. Good. Oh, boy, that's fun. That's good. Well. One time for uh, they were having midnight mass services and they said, everyone welcome, parentheses, even kids. <gasps> Which is nice that uh, the the church lets you know we don't hate children. Oh yeah, yeah, we tolerate them. <laughs> we just sell koozies. Did you put that on the marquee? Come on in for <laughs> Jesus and koozies. koozies. Yeah, <laughs> see oh, that? I should, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna. I'm writing it all down. Put it all on I'm the marquee. Putting it all in my notebook. Oh, I remember one time on this marquee they said uh, Sunday service is ten thirty ish. It's Whoa. like, hey, let's oh. not do it at all. How about that? Uh, <laughs> fun. See that? It's casual. Well, uh, but man, if I got there at 1030 and they weren't ready to start, I'd start firing. <laughs> but I appreciate that. It's fun. You shoot up a church? Um. Well, it dep- I'd, I'd probably wait till about 1040. <laughs> but then I would. <laughs> all right, now. Well, okay. Now what happens... It gets confusing. There's some kind of a plan that has to do with a blind. They're hiding out in a in a blind or anyways. It seems like they just kept writing. They yeah. just kept writing. Jeb says now or they didn't write at all. Yeah. Once when Jeb finds out that one of his guys got shot by one of the cartwrights, he says, "Okay, here's what we're going to do. We're going to drive our sheep into a unlikely strange bad idea of a place where when the cartwrights come in, it'll somehow because of the topography be easier to capture one of them." Who, they don't ask too many questions and he sends Billy out to do it and I want to play you a clip of the way that he sends Billy out to do it because I just enjoy it and uh, I think you will too hey, yep here's the first of the clips I'll make sure my volume is up nice and high here he is instructing Billy to go set the trap to capture one of the Cartwrights and this is now after we watch this we'll play guess the age of the guest actor here we go alright get back there where I told you to go all right. Jim. And boy, remember, remember what I want. I want one of them Cartwrights alive. Yes, sir. Put a jacket on, boy. There's a chill coming up. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> he tells him to put a jacket on. Is that little Billy, his little friend? Yeah. yeah. That oh, okay. Billy. So he cares about him. He cares yeah, about sure. him. Yeah. See? Yeah. Take a sweater. Tells him, go kidnap a man and please... Put a jacket on. Well, okay. What's your guesses as to the age of Everett Sloan when this was shot? 62. I haven't seen it. You say 62. Normally, I go a little lower, skewing for the weirdness of the bell. I'm a 56. 56. You say 56. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to say 60 on the nose. 60 on the nose. Okay. Well, Everett Sloan took his own life at the age of 55. I mean, <laughs> you are all wrong. And that was six years after this episode was made. So that was a 49-year-old. <laughs> uh, uh, just uh, a lady never reveals her age, but that's virtually my age. Almost. Yeah. Oh, my God. It makes yep. you think. Yeah. What if you weren't going to go blind? Yeah. Oh, no kidding. He's 49 in that? He's 49. <laughs> Character actors of that age, uh, I don't know what happened to him, <laughs> but uh, that was a surprise It to really me. does make you think that 50th birthday parties, when they'd say over the hill, they it was just a fact. It wasn't a joke. It yeah. was, you are it's nearly almost over. dead. It's almost over. Wow. <laughs> 
Well, <laughs> so now, uh, okay, now we got the Cartwrights, and I couldn't tell here whether the Cartwrights, I guess they fell for Jeb's plan. I guess Ben Cartwright says, we got to split up to go into this blind draw. And that's precisely what Jeb had in mind. And so, and then it ends up where Adam goes in all by himself to, to what? To help drive the sheep away? It was unclear to me as a viewer. Yeah, there's, there's strategy and tactics that are half explained, but that's fine. You don't need them all fully explained. And then you get down to some great stunt action where uh, Billy jumps off a rock and tackles Adam off his horse, right? Right, right. And then there's a real shootout here in the blind draw. And uh, and this, we already have established that Cartwrights, when they shoot their guns, they can make the bullet go wherever they want, do whatever they want. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I've never seen this before, where uh, Billy's about to shoot Adam, but Ben shoots his gun hand Either shoots his, I don't think he shot his hand. I think he shot his gun, but not in a way that would knock it out of his hand altogether. Just in a way that would change where he's aiming it. Yeah. I've never seen that before. What, was the guy holding the gun aware that his aim had changed? Uh, Yeah, because it gave Adam just enough time to scramble up the rocks. So it was just, I'm going to shoot your gun so that you can't aiming at my boy for a minute or two. It's like when you're on a runaway train and you fire at the railroad switch so it changes the fork in the track. Uh-huh. There you go. Just uh-huh. like that. Yeah. Just like that. Uh-huh. Yeah. So now uh, there's a confrontation between Adam and Billy up on these rocks, and Adam gets the upper hand, has the opportunity to shoot Billy cold and kill him right there on the spot. But guess what? He doesn't do it. No. That's, yeah. Right? That's what I did. I was in the Baptist parking lot, and I waited underneath the Ford Fiesta for hours because their services are very long. And then I thought to myself, do I do it? Do I get out from underneath the Ford Fiesta? And I just let him go. I just let him go. and You didn't do a Cape Fear? No. Cling on to the bottom and follow them? <laughs> Tie your belt to the drivetrain? No, I just let him go, and they didn't ever know that I had been beneath their car for hours. Wow, hours? Well, have you ever been to a Baptist service? It's crazy. No. It's like it won't, can't stop, won't stop. I didn't know that. I once did a whole country western rock and roll tour using the Cape Fear method, where I never rented a bus or anything. Mm. I just oh. latched my belt to the bottom of a car and went from city to city, and wherever they stopped, that's where I played. Wow! Yeah, what a great idea. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yep. I lied. I, that never happened. <laughs> I don't know why I wanted to impress but, you guys so much. Wow! Right I just apologize. That's incredible because I I had no trouble believing it at yeah, all. Yeah, I don't. Know. If it I helps, it didn't make any difference. <laughs> it's okay to sin. Thank yeah. you. As long as you tell everybody about it. Okay. Thank you. Right. All oh. right. I'm shook by that, I have to say, Mud. How many of the other things you told us have been lies? Oh, good question. Well, I've pretty much proven that I'm going to tell you right away if it's a lie. Okay, good. Everything else has been the truth, except that was a lie. Okay, that's fair. All right, now, uh, well, because Adam didn't kill Billy, Adam ends up getting taken hostage by Jeb Drummond, and now we get the Cartwrights back at their ponderosa ranch and they're oh they're feeling terrible and and by the way uh i didn't mention adam has been talking about let's just call the sheriff from the beginning of this thing and ben cartwright says oh no we can't get all judges and papers involved and all that stuff we just got to take law into our own hands but now in this scene ben cartwright says oh adam was right we should have called the sheriff but then by the end of the scene he's back to arguing his original position (laughs) he 
goes, yeah. he was right. And then a minute later, he says, what, do you want to get a bunch of judges and papers involved? And then later on, Adam says, you're right. We shouldn't have called the sheriff. And then Pa says, you were right. And everybody was wrong. Everybody was wrong. Well, now what are they going to do? They go decide to go have a, a conversation with Jeb. They're going to get, they're going to talk it out. And they have. Excited. Where is Jeb now? He's still at the campsite. Jeb, where, where, what's going on? Oh, Jeb yeah. has decided. I don't know. No, not the campsite anymore. Now they've moved to some pasture land, I believe. Okay. Yeah. Where, the, where the sheep are going to destroy it. Yeah, the sheep are going to totally it's destroy totally it. It's totally a thrilling Western because sheep might destroy land and they're going to have a discussion. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Wow. <laughs> yeah. And we never see what it what it would look like if the sheep. Yeah. It would destroy the line. Like, would it just look mowed? Right. Well, it would turn to dust, says Ben, after oh. all the hard work that Ben has done. And he says this sheep herder had never done an honest day's work in his life, is one thing that Ben says about the sheep herder. I don't know. Looks like work to me. I mean, yeah. 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 It's well, a necessary part of living back then. Yeah. Right, right. Like, yeah, but Ben is right about everything all the time, in my opinion, uh. even when he changes his mind in the middle of a scene. So... Now. He thought he thought these sheep were going to eat the grass down to the dirt and a little beyond. Yeah, exactly. Right. right. And maybe while they're at it, dig up some of that silver that's under their land. With, oh, and, sure. And get rich. Oh, is that why they need all the land because of the silver? No, the uh, the Cartwrights are not interested in whatever silver or anything else might be under the land. They just want their cattle to graze and to be able to wake up in the morning and own everything they see. Right. Sniff the ponderosa yeah, pine. Sure. Yeah. I forgot that that you know cows know when to say when. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they'll eat grass oh. and like, oh, that's enough of me. Yeah, right. Yeah. As opposed to but a sheep. But a sheep is like a dog. We'll just keep oh, going yeah. until it's all gone. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You got it right. The sheep are the dogs of the land. Huh? Yeah. Mm. The Ponderosa is also all cash business. Mm. So there's no record keeping. No. No, that's smart. Is no. that how you run your business? That's how Mother Barbara does. Oh, I see. She says, you know, I, 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 she says, I don't keep a journal. That's what she says. Oh. You don't think they're paying into Social Security for Hop Singh? <laughs> I hope so. All right. Well, uh, so, okay. Where's he while all this is going on? Oh, yeah. Hop Singh was not He's in He's hopping and singing. All. He's just reading a book. There's a reference to him <laughs> at the end that he bought a whole lot of vinegar. That's right. <laughs> because they didn't have rutabagas or something? Something. Rhubarb? Or, I yeah. can't remember There's what. There's just a cart full of vinegar shows up in there. Why'd Hop Singh buy all this vinegar? Well, he didn't. couldn't find any rutabagas. He must be dying a lot of Easter eggs or something. Something like that. Yeah. But that's the only reference to Hop Sing in this episode. And uh, you never do see him. But anyway, he's... Uh, okay, now, Ben is going to do the principled thing. He goes up to Jim, Jeb uh, Drummond. He says, hey, uh, release Adam and take me instead, right? Yeah, that's yeah. a good move. And instead, Jeb says, nope, here's the plan. You're going to sign over to me here on a deed of paper. 50,000 acres of Ponderosa land. Outrageous! And but Ben says, "Well, I guess I'm going to do it because either that or you're going to kill my son." So um, here I go, signing it over, and that's the next clip I want to show you, which is the unbelievable stunt action. We've never seen anything like it before. Honestly, though, if you had to lose a Cartwright son, yeah, I know. Yeah. I guess they didn't know at that point that Pernell was going to leave the show in a couple Pernell. seasons. Pernell, yeah. What are you going to say? Who are the other well, famous Pernells? <laughs> I, I do have a line of business where I'm a notary and it's called napkin title uh -huh. where I can, you know, you just write down what it is you want to happen. And then I, I, I sign it. So you could uh, like a situation like this, somebody could sign over a valuable asset under threat 
And I say, yeah. You notarize it on the spot. I notarize it and I say, yeah. Yep. Jeb Drummond could have used a notary along. Maybe it would have helped solve this problem here. But all right. Here he goes. Uh, This is the moment after Ben has signed over 50,000 acres of Ponderosa land. And Adam. Under duress. Under under duress. And there's Adam in the cart (laughs) behind him as a prisoner. His hands are tied. And this here, Billy is standing next to Jeb now. In a couple of seconds, he'll be more like over here. <laughs> How old do we think Billy is? 13? Yeah, about that. <laughs> he killed Adam, himself when he's 15. Adam wants Give to do the, the jumping hump. You can tell. It's in well, his here eyes. Here we go, oh boy. Well, that's a mighty fine-looking signature. Much better than I could have done. But then I never owned 50,000 acres of prime land before, neither. And you don't own it now. Oh, the jumping hump. <laughs> You put, Adam. you do that. <laughs> the jumping hump maneuver. Wow. I was going to make it an even deal. Yep. The oh, wait. Yeah, we see him without his hat on. Is that the hair you used to No, you about? know what? I was thinking of a different guy. Different There's a different guy, guy who has, I'll, I'll find him. I'll, I'll send you a picture. What am I talking about? <laughs> you really settling in, Russell. I like this. Yeah. I like this side of you. You get, send it to Andy Richter's email address. Well, <laughs> so just to describe it for people who, uh, uh, couldn't say, how would you describe it? Adam is a little bit higher up because he's up in the back of a wagon. And his hands are bound behind his back. Right. And he jumps up into the air. He and, makes a big announcement first. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah everybody's like, oh, let's hear him out. Yep. Gives Billy time enough to move. And he lands uh, in chicken fight formation on the shoulders That's right. of the old man, Jeb Drummond. Yeah, the actor, not the stuntman, I believe. Is it the man? Uh, I went back and watched it a bunch of times. I think that has to be two, different, two okay, stuntmen, okay. I believe. Yeah, right. I, believe. I, I would imagine. Well, I wouldn't imagine they would care about putting that fella through that. <laughs> Maybe. Do you I mean, think, well, do you think in the world of Bonanza uh-huh. is the guy 49 years old? Ooh. Oh, that's a good question. Well, see, Lauren Green's 29, so... Um, <laughs> I don't know what they're All thinking. the kids are approaching puberty. Yeah. Well, well now, wait yeah. a minute. No, no, no. It can't be because Jeb, Jeb Drummond says at some point that he's been uh, herding sheep for 40 years. He's been out here herding sheep for 40 well, years. Haven't. Well, he could have started, started at the yeah, age of nine. nine. I, I mean, look, it was possible. a confusing time. Yeah, yeah. I suppose. Well, so that maneuver there uh, changes the dynamic a little bit. In the uh, and what th- what then happens is Jeb end up getting shot. Oh yeah, he does, doesn't he? Somebody shoot him. I think Jeb intends to kill. Blah blah blah. Yo, uh, Billy. Billy shoots him. That's what happens. Yeah. Billy. Because you t- like this show, right? I love this. show. Okay, this is the only. <laughs> you don't show. seem to be able to follow it very well. Oh, I can never follow it. <laughs> No, that's it's such a good that's show a that rec- you get it's not a lost. Yeah. Sure. You get yeah. lost three quarters of the way through, typically, and then from then on, it's just the best stories are the ones you can't follow or remember. Yeah, yeah. it wouldn't be as good as if you knew what was going on, because sure. then it might be bad. Yeah, mm, might you, be. but now you never know. Uh, well, so what Billy learns is that it was Jeb who stole the horses that Billy was accused of stealing. Big twist. Oh. Big twist there at the end, and uh, now how Billy- how would that come up? How did it come up? <laughs> He, he slipped he said up. Three pintos. He said right. three mit, and that's the thing. You you just whenever you get certain numbers involved, people uh-huh. are going to pay attention and they're going to question you on that. It was so you say, oh, it's about it's about a, a baker's dozen. 
He right. couldn't have known but, that it was three Pintos unless he was there. He was and the so that's how Billy it. figured it yeah, out. Yeah, but Billy but all still, how did it come up? Oh, I don't know. Oh, because, no, that's easy. You, as, I, as I explained, Jeb needs to constantly explain to Billy what Billy's backstory is. That's and right. this is the third of three times that he does it. Right, he says right. to Billy, um, now you remember when you were strung up for a horse thief for, ki- for stealing three Pintos? And Billy says, three Pintos? It was only one. Therefore, <gasps> you stole them. Wait, how did he know it was only one? What? Hold on a second. Uh, Billy believed he was being strung up for stealing one Pinto. Uh, what? What? He look. was on a Pinto, but he was being carried. When you try to unravel. Because there was only one set of hoof prints in the sand. <laughs> Take, you can't unravel the Joker's plan in the dark night. Doesn't make no sense. You just got to go, go with it. There you Great go. works of art. Sometimes you just feel yourself being jumped on from the back on your shoulders and you're just a Presbyterian. You think, what's going on? Yeah. And so did somebody just jump and hump me from, from the choir stall upstairs? And then all of a sudden you're down and you're in another church. That's Wait, right. If and you now, feel disoriented by the plot twist of this episode, that's how you're meant to. You're meant to feel like Jeb Drummond getting humping. Hump. This is what expressionistic is hump. television. It's meant to make you feel something, not yes. think something. Yes. Okay, yeah. I feel angry. Okay, yeah. well, that's fine. That's valid. So now you're enjoying the show. It's working. Well, <laughs> he tells him, by the way, uh, 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 Jeb t- tells Billy, he said, well, you go right on being woman soft. <gasps> yeah. That's a woman soft. What an insult. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, well, anyway, yeah, very soft. Billy shoots Jeb, and then we go back to the Ponderosa. This is where we're learning to hop sing about all that vinegar. <laughs> and next episode better be all about vinegar. Uh, I hope so. And then <laughs> I hope that's the title all, <laughs> all about vinegar. Ben this, offers Billy a plot, a piece of the Ponderosa land to homestead on all this time, all this time. And Billy is so happy, he just about walks into the camera. <laughs> I know. Wait, okay, hold on a second. Ben, ben did what? Ben, at the end of this episode, now Billy, poor young Billy, who has shot Jeb, has been under his sway all this time. Right. Jeb is past fussing. Jeb is way past fussing. And uh, and now, oh, but uh, Billy somehow got shot in the arm. I forget by who. So he's in a cast, and they've been looking after him, taking care of him on the Ponderosa, mm. and he says thanks, and he's going to be on his way. And that's when Ben says, well, you poor fella. Well, we learned about him earlier that his his parents both died, and he's... Poor fella. And so Ben says to him, hey, how would you like to homestead here on the Ponderosa? There's people who deserve empathy and then people who don't. That's, That's right. right. And yeah. if you got sheep, you don't. Did he get shot in the arm by by Ben? That was That's what, what happened? Ben shot him in the arm? That's how he lost his gun? No. It no? was a different event. Goddamn. But uh, I think. But anyways, uh, yeah. Uh, uh, Billy is very happy to be a homesteading on the Ponderosa. He walks. Sure he so he just gives him the land, or does he uh, does he sell the it? The land him? that he had been thought was so important, he just yeah. gives it away so easy. I don't know that it gives away. I think he's allowing him to build a house on a part of the Ponderosa, yeah. and Ben will still continue to own it. And if at any time he decides he doesn't want Billy there, he'll shoot him in the back. Just raise <laughs> his little shack to the ground. <laughs> he does get real happy so much so that he he. Walks so far into the foreground, he gets out of focus, but you can still see his big eyes and teeth. Yeah, what smiling a, so why, What a strange. Can I see that? Yeah, yeah it's why worth not? checking out. Uh, let's see. I'm what? trying to picture why that would happen, and it's very difficult. I wondered myself when I saw it. It's just artistic filmmaking. Maybe we'll watch that. Well, he's dead. Dang it. See, it takes a minute. Mother, Andy Richter's wife. Mother Deborah. 
she said, if, you know, if I make enough money at the, with the church merch store that, um, I could start to be her bed warmer oh, at night. Oh, is what is, ah, sorry. I, did, I thought I'd turn the sound down. What does it entail being mother Barbara's bed warmer? Well, <laughs> it's a real honor where you get in there and you use your own body heat to warm her. Oh, it's like, like a, like a, she's in the bed. Animal. She's in the bed. Oh, the yes. Okay. A mother Deborah and Mother Barbara, two different people. <laughs> sorry, I said Mother. It's I'm so sorry. Who is it, Mother Barbara? It's not Mother. It's not it's Mother, mother Barbara. Mother, is there a mother, mother Deborah? No. Would you like there to be? <laughs> I'm so sorry. What would Mother Barbara do if she knew you called her Deborah? Mother Barbara, Mother Barbara, Mother Barbara. There you go. Oh, no, she appeared. <laughs> Why is she dressed like Candyman? <laughs> All right. I think uh, hopefully we're going to watch this whole scene and we'll we'll hear about that vinegar. I do want to hear about the vinegar. I don't know if I got it in the right place, but here goes. What? I mean, you said it, and it didn't make any more sense when I actually heard it. Yeah, sure didn't. Yep. Yeah, well, where do you go now? I don't know exactly. Billy, you ever think of taking a homestead? You ever been in a Small. Turkish prison? Sure. Uh, we got a lot of open land here in the Ponderosa. So I figured that Adam here could probably help you pick out a good piece of it. You mean a piece of your land? This is absurd. Well, we got a lot of people coming out this way. I guess we'll have to... What about the road idea? <laughs> well, I love all this land that I own. The only solution is let people take it over. <laughs> Here we go. Now it does seem he's about to walk off onto the road. What? Why? Why? What a... And this guy only directed one of these? Yeah. <laughs> there he is. His name comes right up right after Felix that. Felix Spice. Spice. Wow. Only directed the one name. of them. One, two, three, four. Yep. Tell me that you love me more. I declare a thumb war. Mush. Well, <laughs> that right there is the end of that episode. And yeah, it was white hop sing by all this vinegar. Sorry, Par didn't have no rutabagers. Yeah. Why is he answering for Hop Singh? Also, have we discussed Hoss's hat? Has that come up on this yeah, show? Yeah, I says it looks like an air hockey thing you put in your hand. Uh, I, I despise it. What's your beef with Hoss's hat? What's, it serves no practical purpose. It's what do you a mean by that? gallon hat. Where else are they going to put all that vinegar? Or How many rutabagers can it fit? <laughs> yeah. It's, I, it's annoying. It looks like he looks like the Corn Pops guy. Oh, yeah. That's not uh, annoying. You know, That's Corn Pops a... couldn't hold on to a mascot. They had so exactly. many different people over the yeah, years. That's they right. couldn't hold on. Is that right? Yeah. Sugar Bear, but he's still hanging in there. Yeah. The Cocoa, Cocoa Puffs, that guy, uh, Lucky Charms, Corn Pops, they can't settle on a no, guy. Who, who they had over the years? Well, they they had a real looking cowboy. Then they had a cartoon oh. looking cowboy. Oh. Then they had like some kind of animal. Then they had just a yellow cowboy. Uh-huh. They, they don't know what they're doing. What? Which shit, Corn Pops you're talking corn about? Corn Pops. Yeah. Well, part of the thing is nobody eats it. <laughs> That's right. We, we, I think there's probably as many people eat it as listen to this podcast. How dare you? <laughs> We're coming out with a church merch Christian brand, and uh-huh. the brand um, it it we guarantee that you have foot long scentless fecal ropes, and. <laughs> 
excuse me, foot long, scentless, scentless fecal, fecal ropes, ropes that you know that your colon is is a holy clean place that anything there there's nothing in there. Is it braided like a rope? What? No, oh, you're well, not eating the right stuff. I just eat rope. What's the uh, name of this product? Uh, Christian brand. <laughs> Christian brand. Why don't you call it the White Lotus? <laughs> White Lotus. That's yeah. a city slicker HBO show, neat. right? Yeah, where everybody's pooping all the time. Yeah, that's what it's about. Yeah, oh, yeah. I heard about it. That was uh, that was past fussing. Yeah, yeah, that was past fussing. Yeah, past fussing. So, uh, okay, is that available on Lots Daughters? Lots, lotsdaughters dot com, where you can find. Very overpriced items that were all made in China, but they were thought of in America. Thought of in America. Yeah, but don't don't call them overpriced. You got them just the right price, don't you? Here you go. I helped you. <laughs> right? Uh, if you're trying to tell somebody something, don't tell them that you, that you priced it too high. Uh-oh, she's short second. Oh, oh uh, no. Never mind. Oh, no. <laughs> Why, did you? It's okay. Here. Did you invest just, a lot in that? Yeah, well, I thought that there would be a good way that people would know that. Oh, no, no, it's okay. It's oh, okay. Supporting a Christian business. Okay. You're right, you're right. I didn't, okay. oh, I didn't Way to go, Dalton. Way I, to go. I didn't think about that. You're right. Here, okay. Put and some of this frankincense was... and essential oils under your nostrils. <laughs> oh, there you go. Oh. All right. So if you want Is it nice to know you don't need weapons to hurt people? <laughs> <laughs> it is nice, but I wouldn't try that on a vampire. You think I'm going to walk up on a vampire and say, your marketing plan is flawed? That's not going to work. I mean, you might as well. You might, you as, might well, as well say that, huh? For what? I mean, what? It doesn't. It's not any different from whatever you say to them before you kill these people. Here comes a stake of wood to your heart, uh, and then you shoot them. <laughs> and well, sometimes you do shoot them if you don't. If yeah, but I try to shoot them with a wood bullet right uh-huh. in the heart. Boy, I hit. Mm, hmm? We'll talk about it off mic. Okay. <laughs> We're going to talk so you're going to stick around night. for a while after? Uh, yeah, sure. Oh, you know, great. I got nowhere else to go. That's okay, beautiful. Good. Hey, uh, Andy nice Richter's house. pool is looking kind of green. Can you do, do you know what to do about that? You're a city slicker. Uh, no. Okay. Well, then maybe you're going to leave right away. I somehow haven't made enough money to have a pool myself. Oh, all right. Yeah, maybe it's the clients I have. Yeah, maybe. Okay, well, unfortunately, there's only 409 episodes God, left of Bonanza after this one, tragedy. sadly enough. Hopefully, by the time we get to the last ones, they'll start making them again. Uh, that's what—that's the hope. And uh, uh, what else am I going to say? Oh, yes. The, the Do you think there's hmm. anyone alive still who's been on Bonanza? Sure. Oh, well, Dirk Blocker. Oh. Didn't he say he was a, a little extra in one? Oh, that's right. One he of the same. Sure, that's right. Yeah. Okay. I think we found a guest actor who had uh, been in a Metallica video, and he might still be alive. <laughs> The old, the old guy from yeah. Inter Sandman. Yeah, yeah, That's Inter Sandman. Right. The old man from Inter Sandman. I don't he, was think on, he, he was on a Bonanza? He was yeah. on a Bonanza. Okay. Yeah. I don't know that he died And yet. he was only 38 when he did that Sandman video. <laughs> exactly. Mother Barbara, she channels new episodes during oh. her, her homilies. Wow. She just says, the you know, the main plot. And then so we can have the living word. Oh, Mother Barbara's a big Bonanza fan. Oh, yeah. Oh, and fan. the congregation is as well? 
no, we are. <laughs> oh, no, I've always been a fan. And I, t- I turned her on to it. And, you know, because we spent a lot of time together. Now that I'm warming her bed. <laughs> Do you have a favorite of the new episodes that Mother Bobber's channeled for you? Oh, yeah. There's one. There's one that's called just just uh, kicking it. <laughs> I love it. Kicking it. Kicking it. Kicking it. What are they kicking? A dog? Oh, wow. A child? It's, just, it's people off their land. And then they, oh. And oh, then they yeah. kick it by relaxing. And then and then they sometimes kick people, give keep people a kickback and say, oh, you come on, you can have the land. And they totally reverse around what their first message was, was to tell everybody to get out. <laughs> ah, Sounds ah. familiar. <laughs> <laughs> all right, fantastic. Yep. Well, all right. Look forward to that new episode of Bonanza, and look forward to my book, uh, Diary of a Deputized Disease Controller, and other poems and observations, humorous and otherwise, from a life being lived on the range and wherever Diary my of a murderer. disease control <laughs> duties take me, by Dalton Wilcox, who wrote this murderer. book. And uh, what else are you going to look out for? We're going to look out for your new line of COVID tragedy charms and Christian mm-hmm. brand. Mm-hmm. And it's a, one's like a a, a a little airplane, oh. and it's um it, it, that's when you were um you started a fight in an airplane and you're kicked off, and now you can never travel by air <laughs> ever again. Isn't that a drag? I mean, it's not really a tragedy, but people keep buying them. Sure, it's a tragedy. If you've been kicked off an airplane because you believe in your freedoms, uh, you can buy this tragedy charm to mark that day when you, well, now you have to, you know, whoa, Finally, you, know, you just see do- people wearing them on Amtrak, for sure. Sure. <laughs> first thing first thing, people on Amtrak on a long <laughs> trip like to tell you is why taking the train is so much better than flying. <laughs> And you start to realize, oh, these people are not allowed to fly anymore. <laughs> and then you find out why. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I know what you mean. All right. Anything you have to plug, Mud? Well, I'll be Cape Fearing down to Sparks, Nevada to play a show down there. Okay, very and, good. Uh, Wait a minute. Is that true? It is true because this okay. time I am going to do it. All right. And all I'm right. going to try it on a bicycle, see if it works that way first, and then play a show. Oh. I'm- you going to Sparks, Nevada? Yeah. Pow. How are you going to Cape Fear on a bicycle? Well, I'm going to attach my belt to the underside of the bicycle and hope they don't see me there. Oh, okay. Well, good luck. You know the underside of the bicycle is the wheels. No, I don't know that. Okay, you're about to find out. I'm going to try that move at the Methodist Church this weekend. Oh. <laughs> Just Cape Fear myself into a, into a service. <laughs> You can keep fear yourself to the bottom of a horse. That's quite common yeah. in the West. Sure. People, Sometimes by accident. It, you, the well, saddle's huh? not secure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. People can ride hundreds of miles that way. I keep fear myself to the bottom of an Amtrak train, and this fellow next to me says I, he tried to keep fear himself on an airplane, but couldn't do it anymore. <laughs> Wasn't allowed. Not allowed to do it anymore. Not allowed. Yeah, yeah. He yeah. lost his cave fear privileges <laughs> in the end. That's what they'll do. Counselor. <laughs> Flight attendants. Forget it. Never again. All right. What do you have to plug, Russell Shine? Uh, I will soon be leaving this place and <laughs> hope Good to luck. never return. <laughs> Good luck. It's like a Hotel California. We ain't ever been able to leave yet. It's true. We'll see you again, Russell. All right, folks. <laughs> I still don't have a sign-off. Goodbye. <laughs> Thank you.
Bananas for Bonanza is brought to you by Andy Daly with Maria Bamford and Matt Gorley. Theme song by Matt Gorley with The Journeyman, which in this case are Mark McConville, Daniel Michikoff, and Wade Ryan. Bananas for Bonanza is mixed and edited by Brett Morris and executive produced by Andy Daly, Matt Gorley, Brett Morris, and Little Scott Ackerman. We'll see you next time. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.